0: What's up, everybody? Hope you guys have an amazing week so far. And today I want to talk to you about the virtuous vicious cycle of pricing, results, service, and profit. So I'm sure um, if you've been hanging around this area, community, this little nook of the internet, our little world of gym launch, uh, you'll have encountered a lot of gym owners saying that they're making more money and they've got more customers and they're charging more money for all of them. And you're like, how does this even make sense? And it's because a lot of things in business are counterintuitive. And um, I think pricing is also one of them. And so um, I wanted to kind of go over some of the things that I've learned um, that really helped me shift the way I saw pricing Um, and really how I ethically came to the conclusion or came to the ethical conclusion that spending, charging more was really, it's a win-win for everyone. Not, it's not a, like, it's not a zero-sum game in business, like, It's a win-win for everyone. So let me explain. So here's the the typical picture, right? As prices go down. So most people are like, I wanna help more people, and so I'm gonna lower my prices because I wanna make more of an impact. But the reality is that when you do that, you just hurt everyone, and here's how. So from the client side, the emotional investment goes down. So they're paying less, so they care less, right? the perceived value also goes down. So even if you gave them the same thing, you give them two bottles of wine, one time they charge $10, another time you charge $1,000, the perceived value goes down. There's tons of studies that support this and that should already make sense to you intrinsically, right? Now, because the perceived value goes down, the results go down because they don't think the, the information's as valuable, they don't think your workouts are as valuable, they think your gym in general is as valuable. And so they don't try as hard because they just don't value it as much, right? And ironically, and this is what's kind of interesting, and this is something that I, I can only tell you off of everybody who's um, that you know that we've worked with, and anyone who does uh, low ticket or high ticket can can um, support. It's that the demandingness of these customers actually go up. So as you decrease your prices, you get people who will ask you to come to their house, rub their back, rub their feet for fifty dollars a month. It's insane, but it's because the people that you attract at that level of quality have different views around money, and at the same time, like they just try and get as much out of everyone as they can, and that's the reason that. They are where they are in life, right? They take, take, take instead of give, 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 right? And the like the richest people in the world are the ones who give the most. The people who are the poorest are the ones who always try and take, right? And so it, it should make sense that those are, after understanding that, it should make sense that um, when you're decreasing your prices, you actually get the worst customers too. Um, and then this also compounds because sometimes they're a little bit in the right that they get they get less service per customer, right? Because now there's more of them and you're making less money on them right? So your margin goes down, the amount of them that you have go up. Um, and so the amount of service per customer goes down. So they care less, they value it less, their results go down, they ask for more, and you are able to give them less because there's less money left over. All right. So that's the vicious cycle around price for your customers. Now, as the prices go down from you as a business, your profits go down, your perceived value of self go down. Like for me, like we, I love having a high price service because I, I value I value what we do a lot and I want other people to value that, right? And um, if you're just selling, you know, cheap, 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 cheap stuff, you just start to think that you're cheap, right? Like you start to think that you don't really provide as much value as you really do, right? Next thing is that your results go down, okay? Now you stop getting testimonials, stop getting feedback, okay? And this is kind of like, this is also self-battering, like self right? Like you're, you, you value yourself less because you're cheaper and now no one's getting results, And then all these people um, are demanding more of you and the service goes down because you can't afford to give them as much because the price, right? So on your service team side, you have to cut people, you have to decrease how much you can pay them. Hey, you can only be on the phone for five minutes. You can't give them a full service because you got so many other customers. See where I'm going with this? Real quick, guys, if you can think about how you found this podcast, somebody probably tweeted it, told you about it, shared it on Instagram or something like that. The only way this grows is through word of mouth. And so I don't run ads. I don't do sponsorships. I don't sell anything. My only ask is that you continue to pay it forward to whoever showed you or however you found out about this podcast that you do the exact same thing. So if it was a review, if it was a post, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and you'll throw some good karma out there for another entrepreneur. And then the last piece, and this is someone people don't talk about is that your sales team has integrity issues. So all of a sudden, they feel like they're lying when they're promising something that they know that they can't—that you, as a business, can't fulfill, and it's—it sucks. It's not cool um, because they have to sell the dream. Because anytime you're in sales, you have to—you have to sell a cure. Like you can't sell a maybe. Like people buy conviction, right? And so, if a sales team's trying to feed his family, right, he's going to be start to be making th- promises um, that on some level he knows that the business can't fulfill, and when that happens. Then they start to struggle with integrity issues, and they start get all out of whack, and um, you start wondering what's going on, right? And if you're the person who's doing the sales for your business, then sometimes that's you, because now you feel like you're promising something that you know you can't deliver. And we, as fitness people, are we're ethical people. We want to help people, but at the same time, like, um, like we want to help other people, uh, but. Totally lost my train of thought, so I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> okay, so as prices go up, okay, here's the virtuous cycle instead of the vicious cycle. So as the prices go up, emotional investment goes up, perceived value goes up. Imagine if ClickFunnels were $5,000 a month. Everyone would be like, oh my God, this is the latest, greatest, most amazing software of all time, right? That's what they would think because the perceived value had up even though the software hadn't changed, right? And what happens now, everyone, if you spend $5,000 a month on ClickFunnels, everyone learns how to do it. So everyone builds all these funnels because they are more invested right now. This is what's ironic though, as you build more clients ironically become less demanding and it's because you're attracting different types of customers, which is interesting. It's always, that's, that one's always fascinating. Me. And now that the prices went up, we have fewer customers. They're less demanding. And if they ever do ask for anything, we have so much service to give them, they're blown away, and they're the right types of customers, and then they tell their friends who are other right types of customers, and they come. And I'm only telling you this because I've lived this. I've lived both sides of this, and I'm telling you, this side is way better. So do this side. (laughs) And then from from a business standpoint, oops, that should say when your prices go up. There we go. Your profits go up, so now you're making more money. The perceived value of self goes up because you're like, you know what? I'm worth what I'm charging, right? Your results go up. Now you're getting tons of testimonials. Everyone says that your stuff's amazing. Everyone says your service is amazing, right? Demandiness goes down because these people are better. Service goes up because now you can afford to give them the best. So Your service team feels like they don't feel overwhelmed. They're not stressed out. They're not like, oh, I have to get off the phone in five minutes because I have to keep my call volume up. It doesn't work that way. You can be like, hey, cradle to grave. If someone walks in with a problem, if it takes you two hours, take it two hours to get the problem fixed right? So now they feel like they're really helping people, not just like putting fires out, but actually helping people and providing service because you can afford to do it because there's margin left over and there's fewer people. And the people that are there are better and they perceive the value better. And so the results go up and see how the virtuous cycle continues, right? And now your inflow increases because the sales team has more testimonials to work off and they have conviction that, that they can promise something that they know that you will fulfill it because I don't care what you say. Conviction is what sells people, And unless, and it's really hard for people who are moral individuals, which most people I think are, um, especially salespeople or business people is like, most people think that people are trying to take advantage of them. Most salespeople want to do right by people. No one wants to sell products that they don't believe in. And so if they actually like salespeople get super excited when they have a product that really works because then they can push it so much harder. Like that's, that's really what it is, is like they have that conviction and now they can actually push it the way they would love to be able to push products. So, um, I hope this was valuable for you. I hope if you're like on the edge of like, should I increase my prices? Like do it like almost every time, like if you were in our group, if you were in our paid group, you'd know, like virtually a hundred percent of the time I say you should probably like raise your prices and usually by a significant margin, not like, well, I have two memberships. One's a hundred and one's 120. Like that's not a like that's irrelevant, right? Like those are basically the same buying decision. So there's like you might as well just have everyone at 120. But if you're gonna do it at 120, the same buying decision would be like 167. It's the same buying decision. So, anyways, um, hope that was valuable. Uh, drop up a comment if uh, that resonated with you. Lots of love, and I'll catch you guys.